This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by Jim McCormick for our Opening Market discussion. Jim McCormick of agmarket.net. What are we seeing taking place in the grains? Uh, good morning. We are seeing a little bit of uh, consolidation uh, up a little bit to download a little bit overnight after the hard break starting out of the year yesterday, trading here yesterday after kind of on a downbeat. Uh, trying to maybe consolidate a little bit. Weather is still massively up to debate in South America, Mark. We know they got some critical rains over the weekend or early part of this week. The real question is what happens down the line? Do they get kind of follow-up they get? So the market's digesting that. The beans are also catching a break. There was a stat out there, statistically a group put out saying that, something like 11 out of 12 years. Uh, the bean market has a little bit of a seasonal rally from roughly the next 30, 35 trading days, I think it was. So there's a little bit of a seasonal bias for the bean market, maybe to put a little bit of weather premium into the market this time of year. So we'll see if that, we'll see if that kind of provides a little bit of support to the bean market, at least today. Jim, we've been on that weather roller coaster with following what's happening in South America. And then we had that question, you know, how much damage has been done to the crop? versus when they get this rainfall in a timely manner, how much is that going to help? And kind of what you've been following, what have you found out about what the overall picture of that crop looks like right now? Well, right now it's definitely getting smaller. I think a lot of people are putting this crop. I mean, it was to begin with around a 162, 163 crop. In Brazil, now they're talking it may be closer to 150. So a lot of people have dropped at least 10, 13 million metric tons off that crop. That has become a problem, Mark. But I think in the big picture, you got to get it below 150 to really get a really maybe bull market going. Because right now, Argentina is having this huge rebound from last year's crop losses. So the Argentina crop looks humongous. The Paraguay crop looks big. So if you even if you fall, you drop, in essence, the Brazil crop to 150, you plug in the rebound crop in Argentina, you plug in the rebound bigger crop in Paraguay, you're looking at essentially a South American crop that still would end up this year being bigger than last year. So the real critical number is can you get this crop to fall below 150? And that still could be in the cards as we still have a lot of growing season left to go. And what are we seeing taking place in the wheat market, Jim? As we know, that was kind of driving the prices upwards recently in in some of the movement, but here yesterday took a hit, what we saw yesterday in the price. Well, right now, I'd say what you can blame right there is the U.S. dollar. The dollar has been trading in lower in general for the last couple months, but the last couple days and yesterday coming out of the holiday, it gapped higher. And it's higher again right now, up against the 20-day moving average. As the dollar gets more expensive, our wheat uh, gets a little bit less competitive on the world market. So you're just seeing a reaction to the higher dollar at the moment. Now we'll see this little bit of break in the wheat market. Will that generate some buying? That's the real question for all these commodities, not just wheat, not just corn and beans, everything. It is demand. If you could really start seeing demand, that will get the market excited, and that'll get the traders to be a little bit more aggressive buying. And let's switch over to the protein complex, where we saw cattle move to the upside yesterday. It was the big mover. What are we seeing taking place in the livestock market? Well, right now, the cattle market has been consolidating for 10 days. It broke out to the upside yesterday, and I think that's a good sign. Technically, fundamentally, we've got a lot of snow coming, rain, crummy weather coming at us. I guess you could argue winter is finally showing up. Um, depending on which model runs you're looking at, there is a lot of snow moving across here toward the end, early part of next week, and then a follow-up later on next week. That's putting some weather premium back in the market. We know cattle do not like standing in that mud and snow, so that should be a little bit friendly. Hogs, we're dealing with uh, two heavy hogs, still an oversupply of hogs, and that's uh, kind of dragging the corn, well, excuse me, the hog market down at the moment. So with that opposite movement yesterday, those two weren't tied in together at all, really, Jim. It was just the fact that it continues to be a struggle for the hog market. Well, that's it. Like I said, the cattle market is responding to the crummy weather. The hog market right now, you know, it's just you got adequate supplies, 
the charts look crummy, like I said, weight problems. And uh, right now, the market's just in a search of demand at the moment. And when you talk about domestic demand right now, this is kind of the part of the year, isn't it, where it's pretty quiet after we're done with the holidays, and then we have to wait until the weather kind of improves to get that grilling boost. That's kind of where it's at. I mean, let's face it, we, you know, everyone thought the consumer would bring in his spending for the holidays. He didn't. The spending continued to expand, but we also know credit card debts at all-time highs. People start getting these bills from Christmas. And that tends to par back the you know the spending a little bit. People don't go out to eat as much. They try to get their you know their finances a little better in shape. And then as we get into springtime, you see that spending usually for the grilling and going out to eat starts to kick into gear again. And then Jim, one more question: When it comes to the energy sector, I know that we're always keeping an eye on the different parts of that marketplace. But when we talk about the big picture for soybeans and kind of what we're looking at with renewable diesel and um, all of the things that go into the crush right now and and those big numbers that we've seen, what do you think the outlook is for that kind of part of the marketplace where what we could get a boost out of the soybeans? Well, right now, what you're looking at is the boost in the soybeans. I think it's a long term. It's very friendly. What you're seeing is a build out of the crush industry. It's just going to take time. And as we do that, what's going to happen is right now, Mark, we traditionally crush for meal, bean oils, and that's just the byproduct. It's going to reverse. We're going to start crushing for bean oil. Meal will be the byproduct. The hog market will probably get a break for lower feed costs. But we're in that transition period. It's going to take a couple years to build out. But as we do, that should be very good because the reality is each year we lose a little bit more demand to Brazil as Brazil continues to expand its production. So this is something we're going to say I think is very good. We're going to keep it domestically, and we don't have to be, uh, you know, the market won't be movement on the whims of will China, will China not buy our beans. Jim McCormick of agmarket.net, our guest here today. Jim, what is the best way for our listeners to get in touch for more marketing information? Any, correct, any questions, call me directly at 815-665-0461. Call any of the Ag Market members at 844-424-6758. Thanks so much, Jim, and have a great rest of your week. Thank you as well. That was Jim McCormick with agmarket.net. It is time now for a check of the numbers. March corn down a half cent at 4.63 and a quarter. March soybeans down five and a half at 12.68 even. March soybean meal down $2.70 at 3.76.80. March soybean oil unchanged at 48.29. Chicago wheat down six even at six dollars and three quarters of a cent. Chicago wheat down four and a quarter at seven ten and three quarters. Kansas City hard red wheat down seven and a half at six twenty one and a half. March oats down twelve and a quarter at three sixty three and a half. On the Merck, February live cattle down a dollar even at one seventy ninety two. January feeder cattle down eighty two cents at two twenty four sixty. February lean hogs up fifty five cents at sixty five eighty seven. February pork cutout down a dollar ninety at seventy nine eighty two. And class three milk up eight cents at 1549. This has been a check of the opening markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network.